You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Man, you know what I love about the internet? I love that it can totally connect us all throughout the entire world. Because on this episode, I have an interview with Sebastian Harris at globalseducer.com. And it's just, it's just incredible. I just love that I was able to interview someone who was thousands and thousands of miles away from me, all the way in Germany. And we both had mics where we could talk to each other. And it comes out crisp and clean as if we're both in the same recording studio in the same space. It's quite mind-blowing how this is possible. And I'm so excited that I got to do it with Sebastian because he's really an incredible dating coach and has some great information. You might not have heard of him per se because he's a little bit a little bit newer, but he's amazing. And of course, I'm not going to have anyone on this podcast who I don't think has something amazing to share. And Sebastian really goes deep into some of the most important mindsets to become more courageous with women, okay? And more courageous in your own life. And right now, I feel like we're maybe lacking that. I mean, I feel like we're always lacking that as guys who are learning how to meet women. But I feel like right now, there's just a lot of fear in the world. And I think this is a good time to come back to the idea of courage and fearlessness. And I think that there are specific mindsets that you need that are going to help you with this not only with women and dating, but in your life in general. But don't worry, because it's going to absolutely help you with women and dating because it applies to that first and then just kind of punctures through you and then really spans across all these different areas of your life, which you're going to be hearing today. So I'm really excited to share this interview with you with, with Sebastian. And we go pretty deep. And I think that this is going to be one of those episodes where you don't necessarily take notes because it's not all this kind of practical stuff. But there are... You know, three mindsets that I would encourage you to write down when he goes over them, just so you can have them and remember them and revisit them. Mindsets are so powerful. And I talk about that here in this interview of why they are so powerful. So yeah, you're going to like it. And I think it's going to help you out with everything that's going on in the world. So without further ado, here it is, my interview with Sebastian Harris. Hey, Sebastian. How's it going, man? Good to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it is good to have you on here. So we're talking about some mindsets. I know that you and I were discussing earlier some different topics that we wanted to share with the guys because right now it's, it's, a, it's a weird time we're going through with everything going on in the world. And so we're, we're kind of going to be speaking to that, I guess, a little bit. But really, we're going to talk about courage and everything surrounding it. And I love mindsets because mindsets really allow us to have a certain kind of idea or thought in place in our minds that then we can filter through and make the correct decisions, right? So everything comes from thoughts. Everything generates from thoughts first. And then we can use our thoughts and guide them and direct them into what kind of actions we take. And so it can be really helpful in affecting the way that we go about the world. What do you think? I think that's correct because what when it comes to self-improvement, especially when it comes to gaining courage, 
and to, let's say, becoming confident with women, it all starts in your mind. Because the one thing that's holding so many guys back is actually their mindset. It's not about what should I say or how can I talk to her or what can I do to be more interesting. But it's often these internal fears and internal dialogues that are holding us back. Right, exactly. So today, you have some of those mindsets for us that can help us through, well, a lot of different times, depending on when we're fearful. I guess we're talking a little bit more specifically to women, but I just feel like this could be in most situations in our life where we have fear and we need courage, right? Exactly. I mean, especially right now with this whole thing going on, it's more important than ever before to have this courage and to yet to, let's say, have a base level of self-confidence so that you can tackle the situation in a calm way, in the same way as you need this courage to go out and approach women. It's, that's why I always see seduction as a holistic concept. You can't really see it as, yeah, if you have confidence in seduction, you don't have confidence in other ways or in other areas of your life. It's all linked together. If you learn to overcome your deepest fears and to actually go out there and to get confident with women, then you will automatically become confident in other areas of your life. That's why I think that having these mindsets is so important. Yeah, and it's interesting too. I feel like a lot of guys, they find seduction or attraction advice or pickup advice or anything like that. And that's kind of where they start because they're kind of starting from this more primal part or area of their life where they want a woman, right? They have that primal desire. So it kind of starts there. And then when a lot of guys, and this is myself included, and maybe for you, Sebastian, is you kind of start there and then you get better at that. And then you start to see how the benefits of getting better with women in dating start to translate to all these other areas of your life that you never knew were even possible or, or nothing that you were even planning for. So that's kind of cool how that can happen. And it's interesting how far it can go. So why don't you, before we even get into all this, give us a, just a little bit of background on you and who you are, and then we can talk about some of these mindsets. Yeah, it's good that you started with this, um, let's say with this introduction, how this can have a ripple effect in your life and how dealing with this, yeah, let's say this approach anxiety, that's what it is for most guys, and the lack of confidence with women, how this can actually increase the confidence in all other areas of life, because that's exactly what I experienced. I have a background, I was very, very shy as a teenager, extremely depressed, extremely self-conscious because I have a congenital heart defect and I had multiple surgeries in my life. So my body is full of scars and I have a baby face. Like I have all these things going on in my life where from an early age, let's say, yeah, I don't, I don't want to fall into the victim trap and go like, yeah, I was handicapped. But let's say back then I thought I'm handicapped and I will never find a girl. I will never be confident. And then... And that was your mindset, by the way. That, that was your exactly, mindset. Exactly. Yeah. That was my mindset. It was like, yeah, you're ugly. You're unworthy. No girl will ever date you. That's basically... That was my mindset. And from this point on, I improved slowly, slowly, slowly. Like it, I changed my mind a little bit. I, I looked for mentors and then... Yeah, slowly but steadily, I, I did coaching and then I got better and better. And at some point, it started actually by friends who realized my transformation, basically, who were like, hey, Sebastian, you're not the same guy anymore. What did you do? What happened? And then it started that I coached them 
And then they got results. And then I was like, huh, interesting. That seems to work. Like I, I seem to be good at coaching guys. And then I continued from there. And this passion for teaching other men, pick up other men, seduction, getting confident. This comes actually from my early experience of being not confident, of being miserable, of being depressed. And yeah, that's where this passion comes from. Cool. I love it. So what kind of results have you seen in your life from changing your mindsets? <laughs> I can tell you a funny story there. The first time I actually traveled somewhere far away was in the USA. And I went to relatives in Miami. And believe it or not, I spent three weeks only in Miami because I was too afraid to actually travel to the next city. I wasn't even confident enough to travel alone to Orlando or something, like nothing. I was completely in, my, in, in this house from my relatives and I was so afraid. And then once I embarked on this journey of self-improvement and of actually working on myself and becoming confident, then eventually I started to travel the world, which was something that was so far, far out of my reality when I was still this shy, insecure guy who couldn't talk to girls. And the same transformation happened in my business life. I was working in Germany for a government organization. I never liked this job, but I was like, yeah, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, right? And I never had the confidence to change anything. And then when I did this coaching, then boom, I changed this. I started my own business. I started to travel the world. And all these things would have never been possible without me getting over my fear and becoming courageous. What were some of your results with women in dating? With women in dating, I went from having had only one girlfriend, who I, of course, also lost my virginity to, the typical story, to then having at some point two different, two, yeah, at some point it was two different women uh, simultaneously in my life. Then I had one open relationship with a girl where I had different girls on the side and all these kinds of things that were completely out of reality. But I have to be honest, it didn't happen overnight, of course. It was a slow and steady progress. And yeah, now I'm at a point where I can say no matter what type of relationship I want, if I want it, I can have it. And this is this, yeah, when, when you develop this confidence, it gives you freedom. And that's what I believe is the most valuable thing in life. When you have this freedom, this abundance mindset of, I can do what I want. I'm free. I'm not in this scarcity mindset. I'm not trapped in this. And yeah, that's just an amazing life to live. Isn't it cool looking back, thinking you never thought you would ever be at that point? Like you never thought that would be, have been possible for you. It's just so weird looking back and thinking that was a whole other you and a whole other life, like a, like a weaker version of yourself. And you look back and you say, wow, there was a point where I never thought this would be able to happen. And then you look at yourself and it's just, it's just, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Exactly. And it's not so, it's not even so much the results, even though that's also amazing. I mean, I can't complain. The results are just amazing. But what's even more amazing is this internal transformation. To give you a quick example. When I was a teenager and I looked at myself in the mirror with my scars, I looked at myself and I said to myself, oh, you're a monster, you're ugly, oh my God. And I was crying. I was like, oh, I will never get a girl. And nowadays, I mean, my scars didn't change. They didn't just magically go away. I still have them. But now I feel really, really confident with them. Even when I have, let's say, a new girl in bed, I don't feel any, yeah, you could say any shame or any insecurity about my scars. I feel completely 
at peace with myself. And that's the most beautiful feeling. What do you think got you to that point? I think one of the first things that got me to this point was to make a very, let's say, painful realization, but a very important realization. And that's this mindset of, I am responsible for everything that happens in my life. And whenever I mention this to, to some guys, I always get some resistance because then they always start, yeah, but society and yeah, but feminism and yeah, but this and yeah, but that. But what happens when you take full ownership, full responsibility for your life, it gives you power. And I still remember that when I actually hit rock, that you could say hit rock bottom at this stage, when I was really after the breakup with this one girlfriend that I had, the only girl ever, my one-itis, <laughs> when I then decided, okay, what got me here? Like I was really thinking, what kind of behavior got me here? Because I truly believe that you are the result of your past actions. That's the now that you're living in. And then I decided, okay, if I want to change something, if I want to change anything about my life, I have to take full responsibility for everything that happens in my life. Even though, of course, sometimes some people are a little bit more fortunate when it comes to genetics, when it comes to living situations, all these things. But I still decided to go this extreme way. And this taught me to think independently, to become self-reliant, also in my mind and in my emotional life, self-reliant, and to decide, okay, every step I take is a step that I am responsible for. So that means I better take steps in my life that are good for me. Would you say this is the first mindset? I would say this is the first important mindset, yeah. This idea okay. that you take responsibility for your own life. Yeah, I don't think enough people do that. And a lot of people blame external circumstances. And you know what? You could do that all day. Yeah, that's fine. A lot of people do. Here's just the reality of it. The reality of blaming external circumstances for your position in your life and where you're at, the more you do that, it's not going to get you anywhere. You know, So this is not just like a, a lesson just to say something. Like well, These aren't just words. This is all about if you continue to blame anyone other than... I don't want to say yourself because it's not about blaming yourself. But if you you know, put the emphasis on other people and not you, you're just going to stagnate. You're just going to go nowhere, right? Yeah, it's true. It just doesn't help. I mean, I can also say, yes, I went through a lot of pain in my life. Yes, I suffered a lot. Yes, I had my heart surgeries and I could have taken this path. I mean, when I was a teenager, I took this path. I was like, okay, I'm handicapped. The other guys, they don't have these scars. They can go to the beach without feeling insecure. I have no chance with women at all. That's what I did back then. But it doesn't help. <laughs> it's just, like I said, the scars... It just doesn't go, help, right. It you just, just don't go help. anywhere. Exactly. The scars don't go away. The memories from the heart surgeries don't go away. And the same is true for other guys who think maybe that they are not, let's say, not skinny enough, or they are too skinny, or they, uh, they lose their hair, or all these kind of things. You can always say, yes, I mean, that's why... There's I'm a virus out there. We can't leave the house. I'm ugly, so my pictures for online dating won't work. I'm not good at talking on the phone, right? It's like people can even go that route too. Exactly. They can in, in Just any direction. The topics. Like they can go in any direction in this, in this negativity, and especially now that you just mentioned it with this virus. It's... It sounds maybe a little bit stupid, but I really believe that this virus of fear is as dangerous as the virus itself. 
Because the more you put yourself in this mindset, even if it's now with the virus or with women, of fear, fear, fear and insecurity, the more you will limit yourself and the worse you will feel in the process and the more resentful you will get. And this is the biggest danger. Because I still remember it from my old self when I was sometimes seeing some, let's say, in my opinion, handsome guy with a hot girl. And I was like, yeah, look at that guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like this anger, this jealousy, this resentment inside. And when you have these emotions inside, I mean, how can you expect that any life-affirming woman would ever want to date you? Well, they yeah, they won't because you're going to be completely showing yourself as insecure, not confident, you know, in this victim mentality. And that's very unattractive, right? So you're kind of double screwing yourself here. Exactly. You're not only going to not get anywhere because it's not going to make you improve in any way, but also just the whole, just that whole mindset is going to make you unattractive anyway. So you're going to be totally screwed. Yeah, it's it's a vicious cycle because the more you have this mindset, the more your results will go down the drain. You won't, or you won't take any action at all and then you won't get any results. And the more you will then reaffirm this mindset. That's the danger in this. Yeah, you could say with this whole idea of like, oh, I'm the victim. These, I mean, especially what's so famous nowadays with this whole idea of Chad gets all the girls and I can't get the girl, like always these extremes. And I think to myself, if you do that your whole life, you basically mess up your whole life. It's it's terrible. Yep. And I yep. think, yeah, and I think also mindset is or this idea that I just shared with taking responsibility for your life. It starts with small things, but it goes in every area of your life. For example, you are also responsible for what you put in your mind. I truly believe that confidence is often the result of what you consume. And if you consume fear all day, for example, right now watching the news 24-7, <laughs> if you consume this, this fear mindset all the time, or if you consume all this negativity all day, yeah, no wonder that your mindset will be like this. I mean, I still remember when I was this shy, insecure guy, depressed guy, actually, the kind of movies I watched or the kind of music I listened to, it was always reaffirming this energy. And you have to break out there. What kind of music? I'm curious. Oh God, back then I was listening to this, how is it called? Metalcore, emo kind of scream stuff. And then always these zombie movies, like basically that stuff that, that puts you even more down. And nowadays when I listen to that stuff, I'm like, huh? I used to listen to that? It's like so far, yeah, it's so far away. And that's what, yeah, that's what happens when you actually work on yourself and when you adapt this mindset. And I think this, yeah, the same is true in every area. Absolutely. I like it. All right, cool. This was great. Let's go to the second mindset. The second mindset. The second mindset that I think is really important is my past doesn't define me. Your past is the past. It's over. And now you are basically a blank piece of paper and you can write your future on it. But what most people do, or let's say most men in this situation, when they when it comes to their success with women, is that they always open the book from their past, while the new empty book that they could write in, the new empty book with all those blank pieces of paper, is lying right next to them. But they always open that old book again and they look at it and go like, Oh, what have I done there? Oh, that belief. Oh my God. When you really think about these limiting beliefs, that's why I think it's so important to go back to your childhood memories or teenage memories. 
what I experienced with myself and also with a lot of coaching clients is that sometimes these beliefs that we have of we are not good looking enough, we are not handsome enough, we are not attractive enough, we are not this enough, not that enough. There has been a certain experience in their past that led them to believe it. To give you a quick example, maybe one guy said like you have a nose that's too big or one girl rejected them and said, uh, you're too fat or whatever it might be. And even though the same guy might not even look like that anymore, might not even have certain behaviors that he had in the past, he still has these beliefs from the past. And this is something that can mess you up completely if you stay in this past mindset instead of focusing on the future. What are some other examples of this that you can think of, other previous mindsets? In this case, I would say some of the things from when it comes to the past doesn't define me. One thing that you have to, yeah, that you have to think is how do I actually talk to myself? How do I talk to myself all day? Because if you change the way you talk to yourself, you will change the way you think about yourself. Most of our thoughts are actually just repeated thoughts from yesterday. We always think the same thoughts again and again and again and again. And we just live that without actually rethinking it. Like, huh, why am I thinking that? Why am I considering this thought? And we are defined by old thoughts. And it's actually really tricky when you think about it. It's not just old thoughts, but it's also old thoughts of our old self, which then defines us right now and which keeps us stuck. And if you let go of these old thoughts, basically, and let go of your old self, this can then help you to transition to a, to a new self, to your future. Because just because you were shy in high school or college doesn't mean that you will always be a shy guy. Or just because your parents, let's say, in the worst case scenario, introduced you always to other parents like, oh, he's, he's my son, he's very shy. These things are stuck in our mind. But if you change the way you talk to yourself, and this also starts with having a certain level of awareness, just being aware of your thoughts. And I don't want to go too deep into meditation right now, even though meditation can be greatly beneficial, but still just being aware of how you talk to yourself and then thinking, hey, am I still the same person? And is it really beneficial that I talk to myself like that? And then slowly change the way you talk to yourself. I can imagine this coming from people who used to be fat or used to be really skinny or used to be nerds in high school or used to be, you know, just, I don't know, really bad with women at one point or used to get picked on. It's like, even though maybe you made that change, the past can still come back to, to haunt you, so to speak. And so I think that it's interesting is you're only letting it haunt you because of the awareness of these thoughts, but it's even deeper than that. It's you're, you're believing what your thoughts are. And I think that's kind of what you're saying here is, is the idea of you are not your thoughts, which is, which is said famously by a lot of people who practice Buddhism and Eckhart Tolle, who wrote The Power of Now, you know, talk about that idea. And you're just associating yourself with your past only because you're thinking it. So the awareness, I'm just basically summing up what you're saying here, because it's great, is your awareness of your thoughts, which can be brought out by meditation, because meditation is the practice of the awareness of thoughts, understanding what you're thinking and the consciousness and the awareness of the thoughts can help you stop it because 
you won't let it kind of swallow you whole. People who aren't conscious, and I don't mean like awake or not awake, I mean like in your mind, like you're not conscious of your thoughts and letting your thoughts take over, that's because you're not aware of them. And then you can say to yourself, wait a minute, I'm not that person. That's right. I'm a different person. I'm just thinking I am because I'm associating myself with that old person. But that old person is from the past. And today is today. And who I am today is what counts. That's just kind of my summary of what you just said. Exactly. You just said it very, very beautifully. (laughs) That's exactly what I mean. And it's really, it's so interesting. I also made this experience in my own life that what you just said, that some things can trigger actually these old beliefs. For example, when I, there was just a couple of, yeah, I would say a couple of months up to a year ago, something like that around that time, when I ran into some old high school friends while I was visiting my family in Germany. And while I was running into these friends and talking to them, suddenly my body language turned a little bit in this insecure self again because I was used to being, yeah, to being this insecure guy with them because since high school I haven't seen them. And then in this moment, I was like also becoming aware of it again, being like, huh, why am I acting like that again? But there was just those patterns, those old thoughts that came up again. So it's not that you will at some point get completely rid of it. You just have to continue this process of being aware. It will become less and less. But the more you become aware, the easier it will be for you. Yes, exactly. Cool. All right, let's go into the next mindset. Okay. The next mindset that I have that I think is also very essential when it comes to becoming more courageous is this idea that every moment is a choice between two paths. You can see every day basically as a new opportunity to, to design your future. You're a little bit like a character in a video game. And you are, yeah, you're the main character basically in that video game. And the idea is that you can either choose the left path or the right path. And you always have two choices. And I know that might sound a little bit extreme what I'm going to say right now. But I think there's always this choice between self-improvement or self-destruction. And this actually starts with very small decisions, like, for example, putting on your jacket to go out to approach women or staying on your comfortable couch. And of course, one decision doesn't destroy your life. I mean, one decision doesn't have any impact or let's say almost no impact. But when you choose the self-destruction path or the negative path over and over and over and over again, then at some point you will, yeah, you will be trapped in this negative cycle, in this self-destruction path. And it can be so many different things, not just with seduction. It's also like, shall I eat this healthy food or shall I drink this bottle of Coke? Whatever it might be. That's For me, it helped. Like seeing this, this path always in every second or every decision that I make, does this benefit me or does it not benefit me? For example, when you go to a porn site and right before you click on the video, you go, hmm, does that benefit me or does it not benefit me? And then you can change your behavior, basically. And the more you become aware of your actions, again, with the awareness, the more you can say, okay, I choose this path over this path. And this then leads to courage because the more you choose the path of self-improvement, the more you actually do things that make you more courageous no matter if it's inner game or if it's outer game, whatever it might be. But these little steps add up. Like I said in the beginning, my transformation was also not like this typical overnight success thing (laughs) that in my opinion doesn't exist. It was just a gradual process of choosing 
the path of self-improvement over the path of self-destruction. Of course, I was not always successful, but in the end, I chose self-improvement more often than self-destruction. And why do you think you did that? I think I did this because that comes in with another idea. Let's say you could say a, a sub-mindset of this mindset is that you can either see the situation that you're in right now as a problem or a challenge, which comes back to this idea to, yeah, to taking responsibility of your life. And I, all these mindsets that I, that I use to develop myself and that I share with you right now, all these mindsets are inter, yeah, they're interlinked somehow. And this idea that you see a situation as a challenge, let's say even right now, for example, this whole Corona situation, you can see it as a problem and you can say, I give up. We don't have a future. Oh, just no, no, I won't, I won't do anything right now. I don't want to read any dating book. I don't want to go through any dating program. I give up. Or you can say, this now is my challenge. This is my opportunity to grow. I will read another book. I will consume another product. I will go through another product. I will learn. I will, yeah, I will grow basically. And that's the mindset that I had. And this idea of like, yes, this is a challenge. I can overcome it. And the more I did that, the more I practiced overcoming challenges. And the more I then said, okay, every challenge leads me on the path of self-improvement basically. And the more I did that, the more I became addicted to it because I truly believe that self-improvement is a good drug. It's something, it rewards you because whenever you reach a certain level, you get a dopamine kick and it's like, yes, feeling of accomplishment, so you want to do it again. And the more you do it, the more you turn this into a habit, the more I believe self-destruction won't even be an issue anymore. To give you an example, that's... That's not really seduction related, but I think it's a good example. When you want to eat healthier, the first few times it will be like, oh, those vegetables, uh, they taste like shit. I want to eat my burger. I want to eat my fatty, whatever it might be. But the more you do it and the more you accept this challenge, the more you improve and the more you see the results in your life. When you feel better, you, your body gets, gets healthier, you look better. And at some point, you also get used to the natural taste of food. Then you don't even want to go down the route of self-destruction. And so I think it's a mixture of seeing it as challenges, overcoming these challenges, and then making it a habit. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it is. It's the habit of doing these things and repeating these things over and over and over until it becomes part of you. And I'm sure that's exactly what happened to you because that's what you said in the very beginning of this is you know you got results from your actions, but it took a while. It wasn't overnight, but it took a while to get to that point, right? Oh, it took a long, long time. <laughs> the one thing that I can tell, uh, that I can always say is like, I wish I had booked a coaching earlier. <laughs> I spent so many months just, I mean, I started basically with just asking girls for the direction. I couldn't even look them into the eyes. And that's how I slowly built up to giving girls compliments. And it, every step took me weeks. And then, of course, when I did the coaching, it was like within two days, I, I made an extreme, extreme development. And I was like, yeah, if I had done that earlier, I could have saved a lot of time. Right. So that's why it's, it's start now, right? Exactly. Start now. And also, that's also something that I tell every guy who sends me this email of, oh, what should I do right now? I wanted to, uh, I wanted to approach girls now. I wanted to date girls. What can I do? Coronavirus and oh my God, pandemic. And I always say, you look to the future. 
even if it might take a couple of months, I mean, we don't know, but even if it's, let's say, your future self 2021 in the worst case, even then, you can still work on yourself on so many different levels. Because the biggest mistake that you can make right now is that you give up and that you say, oh, no, long term doesn't, no, 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 it doesn't matter. That you basically only see the short term and you then give up on your long term goals. Because I can promise you one thing which will happen when this whole thing is over. So many women will be so sexually frustrated because they've been in isolation for month and month. And so many guys will have given up. So that means less competition and more women. So I think that's a good motivation to actually keep on going. Absolutely. And, and I'll kind of cap it off with this is Tony Robbins has a saying. He said, most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in two or three decades. And I'll say that in terms of someone getting better with women. I think guys overestimate what they can do in a month and underestimate what they can do in a year. Meaning that you know, with one year, you can accomplish more than you think. So might as well get started now so you can get that year started right away and start working on things. So yeah, there you go. Sebastian, I want to thank you so much for coming on here today and sharing with us some of these mindsets. I definitely, I agree with all of them. And I think all of them, you know, if practiced and if worked on, can make you a very powerful person, of course, with the idea of habit that you talked about and just taking these and, and running with them and seeing where they can help. You know, like we were saying earlier, everything starts with your thoughts, everything starts with the mind. So, you know, work from there and see where it can take you. Are there any last thoughts? And Sebastian, maybe you can tell us where guys can find you. So if they want to work with you. Yeah, sure. Um, any last thought that I want to share also is when you are in the situation right now and you feel a little bit hopeless because you can't go out and date women or you can't go out and approach women, like I said, always focus on the future. And at the same time, when you're afraid that you can't do it, always think that other men have done it before. Trip has done it. I have done it. So many others have done it. You are trying to do something that has been done before so you can do it too. That's also a mindset that's really healthy is if he can do it, or let's say if he has done it, then I can do it too. And I know that you can do it. And if you want to find out more about me, then you can check out the Global Seducer Quickie podcast on iTunes, where I share new dating advice every single day. I upload a new episode every day for you. And there you can also learn more about my book, Rise of the Phoenix. Cool. Awesome. Thank you so much. We'll put links for that in the show notes. Sebastian, thanks so much for being here today. And thanks for, for doing this and sharing with us some of your wisdom. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed this conversation. Great. Me as well. So guys, check him out. And Sebastian, hopefully we'll, we'll talk again soon and, and maybe have you back on the podcast. I would love to. 